Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome to this, and this is a part two uh, for Beyond the Match for this week. Apologies, there wasn't a main show yesterday, where myself and DM were unavailable. And when that happens, we have to find other means of getting the show done. DM recorded a quick uh, thing with his thoughts yesterday with his reviews. But I thought, uh, you know what, Strada, why should you not have your opinion said? Because uh, me and DM are unavailable, so... Even though Alex is uh, kind of left out in the cold, uh, I did watch SmackDown this week, so I can cover for him. I, can't, I don't think I can quite do justice to, to the way he covers SmackDown. But, uh, <laughs> With the same intensity and passion, I no, might add. And impressions and things like that, yeah. but, uh, nevertheless. So yes, I am Carl, and I am joined by Strada. Hello, hello, all you beautiful listeners out there. Now, as you know, uh, I'm pretty much off the main show at this point. Um, you know, obviously it falls right in the middle of my work schedule. Uh, I have to be up the next morning. Uh, it works for DM for it to be at the time and day that it is, really. Um, so it, uh, as far as, uh, it, as the show as it is right now, I'm on the fantasy show and I'll pop on the main show when I can. But uh, again, when DM is unavailable, when he gets busy, we've, I, usually I step in. But yesterday I was in bed because uh, it was after. Or usually when some, if you are not available, if DM is not available, we have like a, uh, we have like a, sh- we have no show, and we do the show next week. If yeah, you can, do I don't, th- I d- I, yeah, I didn't want that to. We be have a pause, sort of. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want that to be the case, especially with big things going on at the moment. We've got to talk about this stuff. Hey man, you have work. You you cannot do that. You're going to change your work. Well, no, you know, should... I, as I say, I I was I, I was up at you know three a.m. And then uh, mm. I, I got back and I hadn't slept the night before, so I needed to sleep. And then I didn't get DM's email until I was asleep. Yeah. So then I woke up, at, you know, last night, uh, way mm. past the time we usually record the show. It was like, oh, crap. There, you know. Yeah, it was very strange to hear of you, like, in, what was it, uh, quarter to it was like past a, hour. Yeah, it was like 11. Uh, Yuba, yo, hey, dude, like, uh, what? Are you awake now? <laughs> uh, I just got up then, which was obviously too late to record. But uh, yeah, DM did something, and then obviously we're going to to do something now. But in the future, I mean, I was going to try and set Strada up so him and Alex could just do a show. I don't know how you guys would feel about just doing a show. No, on your own. because this this is the way I feel about it. Because you know, uh, I had never one number one. I had never done that before, and two, I would probably fuck up all the things you have worked for for all these years. So it's better for me to be like this guy to be on the show as a mainstay, but not the guy who runs the show. Fair enough, fair enough. So yes, when it's, it's nothing to disrespect. When you... uh, DM is unavailable, if it's with enough notice to me, then I'm um, I know I'll be able to cover. If I can't cover, we'll do something like this where we record the next day. Uh, yeah, and do something like that. So, and DM usually, as I say, 
on those weeks usually uploads his yeah side. he either sends them in to us via email or or as he did yesterday uploads course, it. but uh, nevertheless um dm 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 and me usually do the show nine out of ten days uh, a week so yeah and then it's just kind of co-starring up me or alex usually alex these yeah days. And you and you usually show stuff if you have like a pay-per-view review or something that you want to chime in and uh, have your thoughts. yeah uh, yeah if i and again, it's it's just when I can get on, obviously, oh, yeah. with uh, the, the work hours that I do, just, uh, you know, my contract is is Friday, <laughs> is Friday Saturday, Sunday at 4 a.m. every day. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if, no matter, even if I'm not doing loads of overtime during the week, which I usually am at the moment, um, it just means that, uh, yeah, the weekend is, is Sundays is my night where I can I can chill out because everything's done. And the work week's done, kind of thing. So that's why the fantasy works out well for that. But uh, you know, you know, you know what Stone Cold used to say: "You get those gimmicks in your in your mail. It's called bills." <laughs> you have. To... Uh, I don't, but I've got. No, no but you I, have to... I've got to save up so I can eventually have those gimmicks called bills. Yeah, so... exactly. Because I can't live here forever. <laughs> no. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, let's go ahead and get into things. Um, there, re- really, the news for this week. Uh, the big news, obviously, is what we're going to talk about on Raw. Um, I, I don't really know any other news other than the, uh, you know, the, obviously the changes to the commentary team, which came out last week, which I'm sure you guys spoke about last week. Uh, you know, I, I want to say, if you, if you want to hear your opinion about that, I mean, to get some ratings shock, to get Lawler to smack... Hey, he done smacked on before with, uh, I think, Michael Cole, 99, during... Uh, when they, the show just opened. Yes, from, from 99 to 2001. Yeah. Yes, it, it was. Uh, so there's no no new no new no news flash or no new. No, I, I think I think it's a smart move. Um, yeah, you know, Lawler is um, obviously not what he was, and I think putting him on the tape show gives him a chance to maybe take it easy a little bit and. Um, and not have to have the pressure of the live show anymore. Uh, you know, pl- plus, you know, he's just not that good anymore. No, and, and still, you can see he has no passion for this anymore. And there's one show that hasn't got JBL yelling all over it, so that's a plus. Oh. Uh, I want but give... speaking, of, speaking of Raw, the Raw commentary, I, I don't know whether it's better or not. Booker T is just, he is the modern-day Dusty Rhodes, Randy Savage commentator. Where yeah, excited like, all the time. Excited all the time, doesn't, say, doesn't have a clue what he's saying. We, if he knows what he's saying, we goddamn well don't. He's like, it's, a, it's the way right here, right here. Yeah, he just <laughs> says main things, and he, um, but of course, then add that to Michael, Jenna, Michael, they're not the road warriors, Michael. And you know, <laughs> I swear on Raw, I heard, and I and I may have misheard this. I swear on Raw, JBL made it a bowler reference. What did he? I swear to God, he, he said something like, why were Tyson Kidd and Antonio Cesaro covered up in those onesies? Are, are they protecting themselves from Embola or something like that? I hope that's not what he said. But that's oh, what oh. I heard. <laughs> but I, yeah. You um, know, there's a commentary team uh, down in the NXT. They're not, they're not bickering with each other. They are talking about the match, and they're calling the match, and they're calling the moves. They call, they're telling the story in the ring. After... Uh, 
I guess that's certainly a plus, but uh, commentary, you know, has has never been worse than it is now. And after watching SmackDown, I realized, and after watching Raw's where it was just Cole and and Lawler, mm-hmm. I realized it's JBL. Uh, I it really for saying I was so happy when he came back up to commentary. He has become such a poison to that announced team because when it was him and Cole on SmackDown, and when it when it's usually when it's him and Cole. He's, uh, he's more at ease. He's more calm. Yeah. It's not like when that. It's the SmackDown team. I mean, he'd have his moments where he'd go off on Eminem and, and mm. Miz and stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, he, he, he in general, you know, was a good cover commentator. I, I don't like the three-man team. I like the two-man team. Yeah, and that's what I don't understand is why do they need the three-man team? I mean, this three-man team in NXT is three-man team SmackDown. Yeah, it seems to be the new thing. It's like, let's go back to the good old days when we had a three-man team of, like, 1997. But, uh, uh, or, or they're trying to do WCW, one of the two. Um you, you should have, like, you know what I mean, Carl? You have, like, a play-by-play and a color analyst. The color analyst is... Yeah, and I don't understand what the... What the and the other is the baby face. But it, it's just, yeah, we've got we've got Cole, who's just the the mouthpiece, the, who's, mm. that, who's selling, 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 and not doing anything but selling. And then you've got JBL, who's barely paying attention, and when he is, he's yelling about stuff. Michael, Michael, let's do a selfie, Michael! And then you've now got Booker T, who's just in his own world. Wacky ducky, wacky wacky. At least Booker T makes it so you can listen to him just to laugh at him. So at least there's some entertainment coming from him. But again, I just, uh, after watching SmackDown, Cole and Lawler were not bad. And uh, with Byron Saxton, they were an all right announced team. I thought thought SmackDown's commentary compared to WWE, it wasn't, you know, JR, Jerry Lawler or anything like that. It wasn't, you know... Jesse Ventura, uh, Gorilla Monsoon, but at the same time, it was better. And I, you know what, I, I realized that I, I realized that it's JBL. That's just, ugh. you know what I think, Carl. I think once when Vince is gone and Triple H has the power, I think it will change the setup for the co- announcing or commentary team. Well, yeah, a lot of the he will do the the changing well, of the guard, so to speak. A lot of things of everything. We... And especially, you, have you heard about that Kevin Dunn is on Vince McMahon's side because he doesn't like NXT. It's pro wrestling, you know. And I think there's like a split in two backstage where you have Triple H is with the, the Owens, you know, the guys that love pro wrestling. And you have Stephen McMahon on his side because his wife. And then you have Vince's side with Kevin Dunn on the old guard. It seems like there's a pro, pro power. Perhaps. I mean, obviously, you know, they're family. So yeah. how much can business get But away, it seems yeah, but... like Kevin Dunn is not on Triple H and Stephen is good. Yeah it, just, yeah, it just seems like all the things that we don't like about the product now are down to Vince's whims. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to him, he's going stronger than ever, and he's not going anywhere. So, um, <laughs> God damn, is uh, you know he'll be he'll be calling it from Gorilla. Holy shit! I mean that that Vince McManus is all this my mother almost. It, well, he'll be he'll be there at freaking a hundred at Gorilla position. I, I guarantee it. Um, but yeah, no, no, I won't move. God damn it! Yeah, uh, I'm uh, Vince stronger than ever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Is grass greener on the other side? I mean, all the things that we've liked about the product over the past few years have all been down to Triple H. NXT is down to Triple H. So it's kind of like, you know, 
this guy who, when he was wrestling, we all were like, "Oh God, Triple H burying people." You know, there's something called called something called a wrestling cyclical. If you know that WWE has been or slash WWF has been on a down down spiral, and it usually evens flow where we're going to a next boom period. So hopefully. In a couple of years, WWE will have a no boom. because they haven't got any competition. It's just, no, this, you know, exactly. both both boom periods were motivated by wanting to be number one. Yeah, uh, and they know. need competition to let fire out. The, fir- the first boom period was down to them basically taking over the wrestling world. Yeah, the second boom period was them being challenging, challenged for that position during the nineties. Um. There's nobody who can really step up to them and do that now. So that's too bad. You know, we may get some entertaining shows, we may get some non-entertaining shows, but for right now, uh, WWE will continue to be this marketing, you know, whatever it is. Corp- corporate nightmare. <laughs> it, it, it'll continue to be this homogenized, sanitized. Yeah, as Jim Cornette would say. Uh, I, I wonder. I wonder if if uh, Triple H final takes over, do you think that he will change a couple of things at, like a to- total makeup for the whole I, company? I don't know. We, we won't know until that day comes. No, um, but what do you think? I have, you a, think? I have a feeling that Triple H is you know, looking at NXT. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling Triple H is what the product needs, but at the same time how much influence will he really have? How much will Stephanie have? Uh, you know, you don't know until it happens. And and again, the grass may not always be greener. We like what we're seeing with NXT. We like what we're seeing with the guys that, that are Triple H's pet projects that he's brought up are all the guys that are freaking awesome. So, mm. yeah. Well, we'll I, have miss, to... I miss Shane a lot because Shane would have been the perfect guy to take Vince's role, the econ- economy role, you know, uh, taking care of the business side of it, not mm-hmm. the sports-based business the, yeah the financial i think thing. i think he just knew where the you know mm. he knew where uh, which side uh that he was on so he you know well you're obviously get a side with those two so i'm off would, would you like to see him like show up at wrestlemania oh, of course of course but uh yeah i think he, i think he's just uh happy being his own man and yeah and gray-haired and all <laughs> being away from the, the light, light and the and the yeah and all the stuff that uh yeah, maybe one day I, I could see it happening. Yeah, because they, they all said that the Shane was very, very liked with the uh, from the McMahon side. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they haven't fallen out with him. He's just not on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, the, the the boys in the locker room liked Shane because he was. Yeah, well, yeah, because he got in there and freaking threw himself through tables. You know, yeah, <laughs> he was over with the boys. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I know, it's just weird that, you know, the Triple H, this guy who we were like, oh my god, he's keeping the roster down, he's burying the guys, like, now he's the guy we're all looking to, to, like, save the WWE, uh, which is just a massive switch, um, but, but again, it, I think it just comes down to the fact that Triple H is more in touch with what wrestling fans want, maybe, and maybe that's not what's best for business, to use a, to use a phrase, is not, you know, what wrestling fans want, but I just think, um, ratings are always going down business is always going down there needs to be a radical switch. he's another guy if you compare him to what is on TV in on their main roster at Raw Smackdown when he's down in NXT he's another guy he's not that heel asshole 
Yeah, well, McMahon, yeah. Helmsley guy. Yeah, we need like... we need a change, and hopefully he's the guy to do it. I think he'd again just a coherent TV show would be nice, like a show mm. that makes sense, and they don't just bring up angles and drop them, and you know, something with a focus and a drive of, of a vision that you know, rather than oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, just a focus on let's make Raw the best show possible, mm. not uh, let's sell the shit kind of thing. Okay. By the way, I got to ask you: Have you seen NXT this week? No. I seen it, and I can say you know. I know, I know. Saying you hate Melon, I need to see NXT more. I okay. I watch the pay per views. I should watch it every week. It, it, from all accounts, it's, it's fucked. Every it's, time it's I good. every time I watch it, it's amazing. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. It's just there's only a, there's only so many hours in the week. Mm. Yeah, I know. I can tell you this uh, that the, now the program starts between uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico for the title. Yeah, which is freaking weird. Because yeah. It's you know it's a feud that was a a big feud for Ring of Honor. Yes, and and all other in the promotions. Yeah, and now Japan, and they are, like, and now they're here. WWE usually shy away from that. No, like, no, they, they don't this time because yeah, like I'm saying, like WWE usually don't you know if they bring a tag team in together these days, they split them up and change their names and all this stuff. Mm. Yeah, you know, they don't uh, like to bring people in and kind of do what they did elsewhere i mean they, they would do that back in the day but uh you know this is this is kind of a unique thing and i think uh, as time goes on with all these uh tape you know times that they keep turning up in documentaries and mentions of them turns up in documentaries and stuff mm-hmm. i think the relationship between WWE and ring of honor is definitely uh healthier than it than it has been i mean WWE mm-hmm. at least are willing to talk uh, with these people, and, and I think WWE see them as, and I've said this before. I think they see them as the, as the breeding ground. Um, that they, you know, a lot of their top stars, all of their top stars, really, from the from the last uh, batch of stars, majority of them came from Danielson, Castagnoli, uh, Seth Rollins. Oh, oh yeah, I'd, I'd look, I'd look more at, yeah, I'd look more at Punk, Brian. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the only fine, the only two guys that missing that should have been in WWE, Joe and uh, AJ Styles from that class. Well, yeah, and Chris Hero. And Chris Hero, yeah. Obviously, that was a thing, but but uh, to, back to the, back to the thing that I was talking about because now it seems like uh, during this match after when Sting came in and attacked uh, Jason, uh, not the guy, but uh, the other guy, uh, the analyst. What do you call him? Uh, the wrestler, uh, uh, Alex Riley. He said, but, oh my God, he said something like this. Oh my God, Th- they renewed their, their, their feud, their rivalry from, from the past promotions. And we're like silent for one, two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Like, and, can we mention that? Like, yeah. Yeah, but it, fuck, it's, it's down there. It's about wrestling, but it, you can see but that. you know, like... As much as, you know, Finn's got wind of that, he'd, he'd lose his shit. But you know if there was, like, a documentary on the network hiding mm. the NXT pay-per-view, they'd, they'd, they'd have footage of El Generico versus uh, Kevin, Steen. Kevin Steen. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. They, they, they're maybe, they're maybe program. not showing him do a package pile driver like, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but but they, they, he 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 has been allowed to do the powerbomb apron. Yeah, uh, which apron. is surprising. Uh, I, I'd imagine that would have been a too dangerous move for WWE, but uh, you know, apparently not. No, go, go cool, 
Cool. And and it seems like Kevin Steen is that. I'm not gonna tell you about his character. What I figured out so far, he's like that character. There's an interview with him, Renee Young, and Renee Young is starting to ask him a lot a lot of questions. And why did you attack him? Whatever. He 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 sat up on a chair, take his headset off, and left. He's like that. I don't give a fuck about you attitude. Everything he he does it his own way, and he's got that real heel heat as a start. And I think it's easier to start as a heel. So it's, it's uh, in in when you're coming to WWE. And I think Kevin Steen is one of the guys that Triple H really really likes because he has. Yeah, some... I mean, his his new projects are Steen, uh, Devitt, Kenta. Yeah, uh, and there was Generico. Well, yes. Yeah, that's one of the projects. You know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy knows wrestlers. I mean, he. I mean, got there talent. is going to get to that point, as the, as there mm. was with all the other guys, where he's just going to be Kevin Owens, and you know that'll that name will sink in. Right now, he is still Kevin Steen to us, but it, eventually that name will sink in because it'll you know it's it's like Antonio Cesaro. It's just you know it. it for once that wasn't a temple WWE name and it eventually sunk in and then because I, I I have like a twitch and itch in my eye when I hear the WWE made up names like Baron Corbin yeah see like Ontario Cesaro is actually a good name by the way yeah it's, he has like a Swiss and Italian then they, and then they and then they changed it to just Cesaro which was stupid yeah yeah because he has like a Swiss Italian background and they were like oh let's give him a Coke C you know <laughs> Because you know Switzerland, uh, mm. well, you know. Nevertheless, no. Uh, nevertheless, um, no. They, 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 I love the NXT product because I, they, they're 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 telling the story and they have good matches and they have interesting characters. Mm. Mm. And uh, yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, that's the, that's the main thing with NXT for me is that uh, I love it because everybody has a character, everybody has a storyline, everybody has a direction. And uh, you know it's it's like wrestling should. Be. And there are two bookers or two writers. Not like, yeah, ex- exactly. Which is why that's the case. It reminds me of what WWE used to be when there were Vince Russo and Vince McMahon. Yeah, or even when it was King Cornette and. Or uh, even when it was even when it was Pat Patterson, yeah. Yeah, Pat Patterson, yeah. Uh, right, uh, so with that said, before we get on to WWE talk, uh, I've been watching TNA the past couple of weeks. because Oh, you have? What do you obviously feel Obviously, uh, um, it was the brief start on Destination America. How do you like the set and the background and lightning and... Well, yeah, that stuff, uh, you know, it's cool enough. I mean, they're, they, they're dressing the Manhattan and they wanted to make it look different. So, yeah, they achieved that. It, it, it looks cool. I mean, the crowd in that first show especially were... Uh, uh, they were a ROH crowd. Uh, they were a uh, ECW crowd. They were uh, <laughs> all Jap- New Japan crowd. Shut- no, 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 they were. <laughs> they were. They were chanting "Shut the fuck up." They were doing all the vulgar chants, and uh, you know, I thought that M- MVP. You got MV Pussy. I think that was the chant. MV Pussy. Uh, um, yeah. So there was a lot. There was a lot of that. But you know, I, I thought you know. Nothing blew me away exactly from these shows. One thing, <laughs> one thing blew me away was the return of Awesome Kong, Ooh. which uh, ha- oh god, 
which awesome. uh, Havoc was in the ring and, uh, you know, she's beat up all the women and the lights go out and it's a woman's segment and you're like, the lights guy? Like, who could appear on the ring? And I did think in my mind, I was like, the only person that could appear now that would be a satisfying appearance yeah. or a return would be Kong. And then, boom, she's there. And I'm like, holy shit, now I'm interested, you know? Uh, which, you know, if you listen to any of her shoot interviews, she was adamant she was never going back to TNA. Well, I think maybe she's found out that the door in WWE is closed, so fuck it, may as well go back to where she started. Awesome Kong back in TNA, gonna have a rivalry of Havoc, that's cool shit. I like, you know, the stuff's going on with the women. Uh, or maybe or maybe called that she wants to start somewhere and from scratch in TNA and maybe work her back. Yeah, like get back into yeah, get back into wrestling, but get, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and maybe um, there's a door open because Triple H has never said no to her. No, absolutely. I think she had a lot of personal issues and that uh, led to what happened. And... Maybe she comes back. Maybe it's a slim chance. Maybe, maybe, but right, you know, right now I'm happy to see her back into an A. How does she look in your eyes now? Well, she's not as thin as when she posted those pictures up of her. She's she's kind of halfway. But yeah, she, you know, she looks like Awesome Kong. She looks cool. She, you know, could she go in the ring still? Do you think she I, has? I, to... I, I haven't seen her wrestle yet, but you know. yeah. Um, what did she do to Havoc? Did she like do a power move? Uh, or... uh, well, Havoc left the ring and then she like choke slammed the referee. So now she's doing choke slams apparently. So okay, like Kevin Ash then. <clears throat> yeah, like every big guy. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, no, I, I, no, it's that was the highlight of the of the show for me. Did she got a good pop? Oh god, yeah. The people were chanting "Holy shit" and all "Welcome back" and all this. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a radic- a radic- radic- crowd for that. At least I know. Yeah. It's the, I know it was the same crowd because they tape like all these shows in one go. But the crowd, obviously, for the live show, uh, the first one. I think a lot of people left for the other shows. To be honest with you, but uh, uh, yeah, definitely the first show. The crowd were livelier. They they definitely you know stacked it up like they had a lot of title changes and things. Uh, they're continuing to push uh, James Storm as this kind of Bray Wyatt character, kind of their answer to Bray Wyatt, where he's yeah, got this cult around. Just, just to cut you off by a little bit, I got to mention that you know back in the days the women's division were like the the dual main event with the guys. Well, yeah, I mean but, I, they're not there again. No, 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 uh, but they were like the main yeah, event. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, but. The, uh, but now we've got Gail, Kim, and Kong again, so yeah. you know, some, something could happen there. Yeah, we could. Um, hope. We could, yeah, we could, we've still got the beautiful people. It's almost like we've gone, we went through all these other women and we've kind of gone back to the core of what the original knockout division was, yeah. which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, Storm. But yeah, James Storm, he's doing the whole Bray Wyatt thing and, and, and you know, he's got, <laughs> he's got Abyss with his terrible new emu mask. Uh, I, 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 I hate Abyss's mask. Again, uh, I don't like, you know, Abyss with the kind of... What does the mask look like, if you could describe it for me? You know Cody Rhodes when he had the uh, the see-through one? Oh, yeah. Imagine that, that, uh... if, imagine that mask if it was painted brown. Oh, God. How horrible. Plus, he doesn't have the long hair, so he, he just kind of... He has sort of, like, short level. Yeah, they had, like... A, didn't they have, like, a... Mon- didn't Abyss have, like, a Monsters Ball match? Uh, uh, prob- yeah. Probably, I haven't been following it until just... Okay, like, they had, like, the TNA one-night only or something. Then. Oh, yeah, the one-night only, they don't count. They're, like... You know, okay. They're not even in continuity. Right all right, now. all right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a bit... Uh, I, again, I just... It's it's a shame. He's kind of... He doesn't look uh, good. But, he's, yeah, they've got... Um, 
It's Joseph Park, the lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got... Uh, no, see, that was good stuff. But no, now he's the monster, but he's not the monster. But he's, we got uh, a freaking Manic who's like been transformed into like evil Manic with him. And then, of course, they've got Sonata, whose whole gimmick is that he uh, has turned on the Great Mooter. So now he's saying he's better than the Great Mooter and he's the Great Sonata and he's dressed as like old school Great Mooter with the face paint and stuff. So, that, you know, that's all, that's all interesting stuff, I guess. I just can't help but feel like it's, you know, their answer to problem. You know what DM would say about that? Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think it's an all right gimmick. I, I, oh. It's, it, yeah. Uh, you know, the... They defended the, they're the tag team champions as James Storm and Abyss, and they defended it against the Wolves with shenanigans and stuff. Um, this is last week's show I'm talking about. Uh, this week's show is more kind of just fallout from from last week's show. Uh, you know, Austin Aries uh, won the exhibition title from Loki in a good match because <clears throat> those two. I got a bit of news to tell tell you if you want to hear. Well, hang on, wait until but let's let's stay on topic for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can take it after we are finished. No, yeah, yeah, no. Let's like, when we're talking about something. Let's just talk about something, and then we can get to other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, uh, but nevertheless, um, they go uh, through the rest of the show, and it's uh, they have this whole new thing where there's cameras set up everywhere backstage, so we'll catch everything now, which is hilarious because cameras are always everywhere backstage and catch everything. But now they're saying now that now these cameras in the ceiling, so you can believe. <laughs> Is it like the old in the WWF when they had like the black and white those cameras? Kinda, yeah. Uh, what 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 what's I, those I, camera I, called? Look, I give them credit for trying to you know have this kind of reality TV. Yeah, everything makes more sense. They're trying to be like Lucha Underground. Yeah, I like I like I get the idea. Um, but when you've had years and years and years of people peering through cracks in the door with the cameras, and you still on the show do that, it's like what's the point? If, you, if you're just going to do the regular... It's like if there's a fight there in the locker room, it's a fight in the bathroom, there's a fight in... Yeah, the... I mean, they did some cool stuff when they cut back to the pack stage. And stuff. It's a fight everywhere. It's a fuck-up. <laughs> but uh, the main thing on the show was, in the main event, uh, Bobby Lashley won the TNA title back via screw job from Bobby Roode. Those two have been trading that title back and forth. And the screw job was that there's a new faction and it's MVP... Uh, and uh, Kenny King with Bobby Lashley, who's kind of the reluctant member, but now they're with Samoa Joe, who's now turned heel with them, Loki, who's now turned heel with them, and Eric Young. And that <laughs> was the moment where I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Is it Ebony and Harmony? So, like, you get the entire roster's turned... Like, they did... <laughs> Everyone in TNA is heel. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Three heel turns in one night. Um, oh, it was pretty ridiculous. And especially Eric Young, like, really? Uh, he's like the almost uber baby face you can find because he's like a likable guy. Well, yeah, he's just, yeah, again. And, 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 and what, what does TNA not? Okay, all, along, all our roster is heel. Hmm, we need some baby face. Free well, age. Here's, the, here's their baby faces. The American Wolves, Austin Aries, and Bobby Roode. That's it. As far as I can oh, remember. Oh my God! Uh, did you know that? Um, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, oh, the Olympian, Kurt Angle. He's resigning with TNA. 
Well, yeah, he has done. He was the, he was on this show and he fought MVP. Yeah, and he he should be a baby face too if they like. Well, a lot yeah, of... he is. He is. He, he fought MVP and he but he beat him up in a in a mm. and beat him in a in a uh, street fight match. Yeah. How did how did the angle look like? Did he look okay or? Yeah, he look. He doesn't look. You know, he doesn't look like the uh... the old angle of old. No, he, he looks better than he did. He looks better than when he had the beards and he looked like a kitty fiddler, you know? Um, <laughs> He's like 45 or 46 now, I think. Yeah, I mean, he looked he look good. He, the, the whole thing of the opening segment of the show was that he's uh, coming out of retirement. Oh, and also the Hardy Boys are there, which is bizarre. Can I just say that I know the Hardy Boys music is public domain? Now, mm. I don't know whether the whole, the actual take of it, it was WWE's take of it, but, but why are they coming out to some... Uh, Jeff Hardy's own, I guess that's in Jeff Hardy's contract. Any song I come out to has to be one that's written by me because I'm all creative and shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this week was mainly just all fallout from that stuff. I mean, there was, yeah. there was some good matches and stuff. I just, that end of that first show was just like, really? Everybody? Three heel turns in one? No, really? Okay. <laughs> Like, what, what's the logic behind this? Like, I thought you were going with kind of this nation of domination, you know, black guys faction, and then it's like, well, no, yeah. out now. Everybody. And you have a Samoa Joe, it's like a non-black guy, like, and he's... <laughs> yeah, and Loki, and Eric Young, you can't get more white than Eric Young. Like, no. <laughs> he's a Canadian guy, like, I think. Yeah, like, I'm not sure what they're doing here. It's just, again, it's like, swerves, he looks... I don't have to quote his friend turned on him to quote to quote Ross. I don't know what a swerve is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I know this entire. You know, I I they lied to us. I enjoyed the feeling. (laughs) I enjoyed Kong. I enjoyed all that stuff, the undercard stuff. But the main event angle was just dumb, and it was a swerve for the sake of a swerve. Do you have a feeling? If I had known it better. I'd say that Vince Russo was back writing, but <laughs> do you feel that it's like the main event mafia all over again? Oh, it's the main event mafia. It's uh, immortal. It's every faction that they've. Tried. It's uh, EV3. It's ECW. It's, it just seems like every year, let's turn everybody heel and put them in a faction mm. and have a big faction storyline, like they have with the biker gang. I thought I liked that because it it represented from that. It hit TV series that they had, and they, it could have worked, but it fucked up. I think you know that they had like. Well, it just all comes down to the fact that it's just you know, take a break from it. You know, like they had a chance here with they're on a new network, with mm. new, new graphics, new music, new stuff, new, new people coming in, all this kind of stuff. You have a chance to do a complete and utter restart and start again. Mm. You fresh do. from fresh. But not only do you not start again, you go back to the well again with a faction storyline. It's just fatigue. Faction fatigue. TNA, stay away from factions. <laughs> you know what Vince McMahon thinks of factions. <laughs> I hate him! <laughs> Yo, uh, this is the one thing that I was trying to say before I forgot it. Uh, it seems like uh, the Briscoes are heading to New Japan. Okay. Yeah, and I got because I'm trying to tell you before I forgot it because they I think he had like a interview with Sam Roberts. You know Sam Roberts. Yeah. Uh, he he said, was in he was in front row at the TNA show by the yeah. way. And he said something like, "Have you closed the door on WWE?" He asked Jay Briscoe, 
And Jay Briscoe say, never say never. So it seems Translation, like... they don't want us, but if they ever do, we'll go in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see them, guys. I mean, they're good enough. Uh, they would have been a great... Tag team. They, they would have been great with Wyatt. Yes. But I think that ship has sailed. Uh, right. Uh, I, I, still, I still hope. I still hope. I still want. I still. I still pray. I want to see them. Uh, I. I just don't think that. I just don't think WWE will take them again. I. I think it comes down to they're not WWE enough. And then on top of that, the whole thing, the Twitter war from a couple of years ago, Jay Briscoe saying what he said. Uh, you know, the ROH title basically taking off him for it. And yeah, I, I can't imagine WWE aren't aware of that. Or at least they wouldn't be made aware of that. Yeah. He, he said that that he, he's aware of now that he needs to say what he says when he's in a public. He's like a public figure now. And he said that, yeah, I learned my mistakes. So I keep my opinion. But how about don't be a bigoted idiot? Anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, it seems like he has grown a bit. What I've heard. So. Like, <laughs> no. Plenty of offensive stuff comes out of DM's mouth. That's that's kind of his whole goal <laughs> goal on these shows. But he doesn't mean it. Whereas. No, 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 no. no but the, I, the Briscoes. I felt like Jay Briscoe meant that. Which I know he did. Because he wouldn't have said it if he didn't. But... No, no, no. I, I mean, aside from that. Call. They are great in the ring. I know of. they are. Look, I, 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 I like the Briscoes. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should we go to WWE now or? Uh, yes. Uh, let's go to Raw. And of course, the big news was, which was so bizarre, the way that it happened, was earlier in the day, TMZ were like, "By the way, tonight, Randy Savage is going to get out of the Hall of Fame." <laughs> Uh, What's okay. up with TMZ? They're like WWE's news f- flash. It's like breaking thing. Then do we? release something on the network so then it was like okay so let's tune into raw and see whether it's official yeah and we were like the way they presented it on the show was so bizarre it was like there is rumors from tmz that he's gonna go in the hall of fame and we'll find out tonight if he is it's like <laughs> you wouldn't be saying it if you were like the entire night it was like is randy savage going in the hall of fame <laughs> and then it got to the moment it's like randy savage goes in the hall yeah of fame. That, that was exactly the same thing that they did with brian danielson's big statement when he was, oh, no, I think well, he's going to quit. This was weird, though, because they've never done this. They thing. hyped that last week also. Like, like... Okay, yes, TMZ broke it. Whether you leaked it or what, you know, TMZ broke it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so just say, okay, earlier today it was broken, the news, here's the video package, this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. The whole teasing throughout the night just to just to get ratings, mm-hmm. just to make just to make people think that something was going to happen to swerve it was yeah mm. but did as i said called did they did that exactly the same with brian danielson oh he's gonna quit i know well it. yeah but then they also hyped it like through like but it, they hyped it so, but he did it so much they did it so much throughout the show yeah to the point that you didn't believe it anymore no exactly but, uh yeah you lost your sense in disbelief yeah but nevertheless uh we get uh, obviously into the show, and I thought it was a pretty good roar overall. Uh, I, I, it did its job. I thought. Um, I thought the tag match between uh, the New Day and uh, the new team of Cesaro and Tyson Kidd was really good. Um, shame that they got all these double moves out and looked awesome, and yeah, they just then lose the New Day. So. I would like to see. Where to go to debut that new team? Yeah, the new day. Uh, it f- it would fit rather better as a 
like a cry, r- r- Christian right wing. Yeah, like, like, militant. Yeah, we want like we hate. We wanted them to be the nation of domination. No, then... not domination on nation of domination, but another like a riff angry... on it, like a like reverent demon almost. Yeah, and, and they're like doing, they're taking money and they're doing like bad stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. These happy clappy faces. No, um, I'm not. That's not my. No, I, no my liking. No interest. Uh, no, no interest. I have no interest in the new day. And obviously, the main story uh, of the night was you know Paul Heyman cut another awesome promo. Yeah. Which, oh my God, he's so good. Oh my God. Selling that match. Uh, it all built up throughout the night where it was, you know, Seth Rollins weaseled his way in and Brock's not happy about it. It was like, well, they work together, well, won't they? You know, Cena's obviously the game product about getting those guys fired. The uh, the Both Raw and SmackDown had their main events in the opening match, which was really bizarre. Yeah, they switched. We have the opening match left and the opening match first. Yeah, we had, the, well, because they had, like, segment. I mean, obviously in SmackDown it was, a you know, ten- We're in the main event now. <laughs> Hey, on, on SmackDown, it was a Teddy Long special, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, on Raw, it was a case of the contract signing thing. But it was weird. They had that Lumberjack match at the opening match. And, you know, Seth Rollins pinned him because it was funny. You know, the Lumberjack, obviously, they were all heels <laughs> other than Justin Gabriel. And I'm not sure whether Justin Gabriel is a heel or not, or whether I just, if he is, I don't know, uh, or whether he was the only face. And where the he's the bunny. Yeah, like maybe he's the, he's the one guy who it's like... Um, they don't. They don't care. It's like yeah, all heels and this guy because he's just a jobber, so he'll get his ass kicked. <laughs> so yeah, um, obviously they all screw over and big show screws over Cena and blah blah blah. And it's built out the night and it gets to the yeah, obviously the main event segment and it's teasing who's going to team with who and Seth Rollins obviously kitties to be Seth Rollins and uh, big. I thought, I thought Big Show did a good job as a, as a play or when he was on commentary, he was very. Very, very. Well, he always is every week when yeah. he goes on it. But uh, yeah, the the big smalls. Cena puts Brock through the table. A curb stomp from Rollins to both men gets he some heat more heat on Rollins. Uh, good stuff overall. Did you see the look from Stephanie? What she gave Rollins, like that twink. You know, like I like you a lot. Did you see that? She's doing a good job as a heel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. She's yeah. not going off with Seth Rollins. No, 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 no. But, you know, they could have, like, uh, like they did before. You know what I mean. Like Kurt Angle all over again. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're doing gymnastic. Triple H showing you better moves. She wants a Playboy, you know. Uh, not Playboy, a toy. <laughs> no. but that's what I meant to say. Uh, but, yeah. So, no, no, I thought the main event stuff was very good. Um, could Rollins be a Paul Hitman guy? Well, was happened on Raw that we didn't know? Oh, right, yeah. Um, Brian, obviously, uh, you know, mm. it was hilarious where he was cutting this promo. He's like, oh, I'm back, and, you know, and all this stuff. And Stephanie comes out, and the fitness DVD, and all that was fun stuff. Uh, but Brian, obviously, was... What was bizarre about this was Stephanie's like, you're not going to return the Royal Rumble. You're going to return at SmackDown. And everybody was like, yes, you advertised that last week on SmackDown. <laughs> like... Dumb. Yeah, like you're you're announcing a match that you've already announced, and Brian's acting like it. so. Both people in the ring weren't aware, so the both of the people that didn't ring didn't watch SmackDown apparently. <laughs> um, who knows? 
I, I want I, I want to to Danielson not to be like the Danielson before the injury that that like he's taking a lot of shit. Well, and... that was what was hilarious was everybody was like, okay, he's gonna tone down his style and all this stuff. But what is the first thing he does after this beat down here? Suicide dive. It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. Screw me that. <laughs> I suppose I suppose he's not toning down. Screw no. that, then, I guess. But um... I want I want him to you know what call I want him to be like aggressive on the microphone when he's facing Stephanie and Triple H. I know like, what you're more aggressive I, yeah, and talk I, back uh, to them. Not being that nice guy. Yeah, like... I am getting... But it's doing be thing, though, isn't it? It's like, if you're going to be the top face, you've got to be all smiley and jokey. Yeah. That, that, and, and I, I just, that. like, yeah, no. I, can, can, can we just have him coming out and going, I want to put you in submissions and make you snap and... Gonna win the direct Yeah, put Stephanie like in in a in a his uh, see relation. Nah, we wouldn't see that in 2014, but that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Paul, Paul, I'm gonna break your neck, Paul. Give me the goddamn title shot, man. Give it. <laughs> That yeah. would be we're awesome. Gonna, we're like, gonna that, but I, yeah, I'm more aggressive, Brian. Absolutely. Yeah, I on the mic. Yeah. Now, what was weird was when he wrestled on SmackDown when we finally got to see, you know how. I know he was growing his hair before he left, but now he's got full-on, like, long hair now. Oh, shit. I haven't seen Daniels. When, when, when he wrestled on SmackDown, he looked good, by the way, against Kane. You know, not... Obviously, he's, he's getting back into the groove of it, but he did ever, did all his moves. They still look crisp. All his did kicks. he do the flying headbutt? He, no. Uh, oh. But he did He did the kick, the knee, he did all that stuff. Uh, you know, he was in fucking suicide dives. He looked good. But it was hilarious, because I, I, I would say his, his hair is like... <laughs> <laughs> 1997 Shawn Michaels. All so right, looking more and more like uh, his mentor, his uh, trainer every day. Yeah, he can but shave the beard and have the long got, hair. He's got the beard as well, so he like oh. he looks like 1997 Shawn Michaels and 2014 Shawn Michaels kind of merged. <laughs> um, <laughs> which yeah, is... he can take his music. I'm a sexy boy. <laughs> oh dear God, no. Um, oh. but yeah, obviously you know. Smackdown, the whole thing was him and Kane, obviously small, small, smalls, skull guys get involved and Trebase comes out and he may as well have been coming out to the music because we're going to have a straight up six man tag team match. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it was... A, it was Did he say that? No, we didn't. No. It, it was uh, Am- Ambrose and Reigns and Brian against Rollins, Big Show and Kane. So it was a six man tag and the faces got the win and Brian gets the win. Send everyone, hey, yeah. so, send us people home, happy. Brian's back. Yes, yes, yes. Good good stuff. Brian looked good. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty much the story of, of WWE this week. There was, there was undercard stuff. Anything else from the undercard you really want to talk about? Yeah, I don't think so. Anything else that happened on the other shows? I like, obviously the the Miz and Sandow stuff, and you know, I got to tell you that Stone Austin is very over with uh, Miz now, because he really makes him laugh, and he said that that guy and his shenanigans. I, I really think the guy is over as a motherfucking baby face. He says, yeah, and you know, it's fun. Uh, yeah, that, that whole. They continue the feud. They're going to have like a feud they continue, soon. They continue that feud with the Usos, and it's just kind of I don't yeah. understand what the story is. And Mister's going to split, and they're going to yeah, have like yeah, and obviously that's where they're going. But the but the whole thing right now with Cameron, it's like who whose side is she on? Like what's the story going on? Is, is she turning evil? Is she baby face? You're like I I can't follow the story anymore. So screw it. Who cares? You know the one thing that puzzles me is that the whole thing with the Bellas, you know. When Nikki were the evil sister, do you want to know the true answer? 
The real yeah. answer. Wait a, wait a moment. And, and, and then Brie came back and she's happy for her and helping her cheat and everything. Now she's a heel again. I mean, Thomas, what? Daniel, because yeah. Total Divas. Oh, fucking Total Divas. Total Divas wanted to have a Bella's feud on their show. So they told WWE to do a Bella's feud. Then they decided they weren't going to do a Bella's feud. So they aborted it and put them back together because they're going to be together on Total Divas. Mm. And now Paige is even on that shit. So yes, now that AJ Lee is on the shelf, the entire Divas division revolves around Total Divas. A fucking reality show. Sorry. for And Kurt. that's why I'm, I'm... I will continue to fast forward through every woman's match on the shows. So, moving on. Um, and they continue the... Are you really trying to get these over with the Ascension? I mm-hmm. don't understand. Like, if this is an issue with JBL... And he is like, oh my god, how dare these guys say they're better than the Road Warriors. It's like, they didn't say that. Okay, look. The writers gave them those lines to say. Mm. Your, your character, JBL, is a heel. So you should side with them as a heel. Okay. But he, did, but he does not do I that. I know. And, 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 <laughs> and continuously. How, how now, now, if it is that JBL is going off on one... <laughs> Surely Vince McMahon, Mr. Micromanager, should be like, God damn it, shut up, we're going to get these guys over. <laughs> because these guys are coming out and they're brutalizing, and they're looking better against these jobbers, of course, but you know they're, they're brutalizing these people and you know they're trying to be put over as these monsters. All the while, you're being told how much they suck on commentary. Like, I... And you wonder why these guys aren't going to get over. For oh. fuck's sake, Jesus Christ. And then, on, and then to top it all off this week, Booker T, talk about... Madness on commentary. Booker <laughs> T just straight out comes and says, Oh, I gotta put these guys over, man. Twitter told me off for not putting these guys over. <laughs> and that sounds like an argument for like 10 minutes about oh. this with JBL. Why are you listening to Twitter? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. I mean, if. if what is wrong with commentary? If, Why he... if Vince McMahon is such this fucking micromanager and he's yeah. like slinging their ears what to say? Why isn't he telling them to shut the fuck up and do their jobs? Why is he letting them go on a 10 minute rant about Booker T saying he wants to put them over? Because Twitter told him to. What the fuck? And, then, and not only that, but he says this stuff and then they give him the raw commentary position permanently so obviously vince likes this he likes the jbl talks randomly about nothing he likes the booger team makes no fucking sense he likes this he thinks this is great fantastic commentary oh my god <laughs> and you just and the, the ascension like every time they come out oh they're not demolition they're not lod and then <laughs> The whole stupidity of having them come out and say we're we're better than Demolition, we're better than OD. Like, yes, say that, but don't say that if you're literally ripping off their gimmick. So if you're ripping off their gimmick and doing a new version of the gimmick, you don't come out and say we're ripping off their gimmick, but we're doing it better. Because that's never going to fucking work. No. You don't say to people, we're doing this, but there's these people in the past that did it better and have the commentators tell people to go watch on the network and see the old people did it better. They just then they're never going to get fucking over. Exactly. Oh. And, and as a heel, as a heel color, color commentary, his job is to put over the heels. And I think there's something with uh, JBL. I think he doesn't like their, the guys. 
some for someone. Yeah, because he th- he's like, oh, how dare they say that about the Road Warriors? A demolition! God damn them! They didn't! They were given the lines by the fucking writers, okay? Yes. Take it up with the fucking writers, then. Oh. Fucking Christ. You know, uh, that's, but that's what I'm saying. The, the, the commentary, I turned the fucking sound off for the raw commentary. And because it's so fucking... I'm getting to the point, right, that, I, that if I don't watch Raw Live... And Vince loves this. I, I'm getting to this point that I'm like, considering downloading the Spanish torrent or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least I'd be able to fucking bear... They call the match. They probably do. Yeah. And ha- have you, by the way, uh, have you watched anything of the Lucha Underground stuff? No, I heard it's good, though. Yeah, and the commentary is good. They call the match. Everywhere elsewhere in the promotion in the United States or Canada or Japan or where we are, they call the fucking match. Yes. They haven't got Vince McMahon there going... Fucking. Oh, talk about Twitter. Talk about the app. Talk about nothing. Talk. It's not just that. It's not just that. I, I, I could... I could I, it's unbearable when they do that, but I deal with it. If when something important is going on, they actually get involved with it and they don't aren't allowed to go off for 10 minutes it's like we used to say back you know back when it was Tanay and taz who would do this we'd be like mm. wow this would never happen in wb and now it's happening in wb like yeah. all the time like seriously how is vince not yelling at them to shut the fuck up <sighs> the only explanation is that he likes it I yeah and they're not talking about wrestling that's why he's happy now. Yeah, it's like, oh they're talking about fucking twitter well done Booker yeah, team. you could take selfies. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, uh, it, you know, the, the Japanese commentary for New Japan or isn't that bad. I don't understand a word they're saying, but I can understand when they're calling the moves in the ring or the holds or everything. Lariato, I know what a lariato is. And uh, every time, for in, for instance, are they doing a vertical suplex? Every time they do, brain pasta. <laughs> And I said, what, it's, I don't, do you know the difference between a brain buster and a suplex? God damn it. <laughs> it's a brain buster. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> they have the intensity, though. I love it for them. They like. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right, then. So unless there's anything else. How is your blood pressure now? <laughs> Even? <laughs> just don't. This is, this is why I'm not on the, new, on the regular show anymore. Because I just. I just this, this, <laughs> You've blown a gasket. This, this shit. Oh my god, just... Have you listened to what DM had to say? Did you listen to his little snippet? Not yet, but I will be later. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I wonder if he went off on a gasket too. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna put these guys over a Twitter Tommy too, man. I mean, how can you as an announcer do that? I mean, that's against your job description. You have to put the fucking guys over. Because they're new. They need... Look, at least Book is entertaining. But yeah, absolutely. absolutely. The other two, I don't understand what WWE are doing. Unless they're... In t- unless... The intention is... Unless it's exactly what you said earlier. And it's Triple H wants to get these guys over, but Vince doesn't like them. So he's trying to sabotage them. I don't know. Yes. That's the only explanation. And the, and the funny thing is that Vince often usually likes those big, rugged, muscular tag guys. But this time he doesn't, for some reason. And uh, <laughs> strange. <laughs> or, or he's just like, 
even if it's just a case of he's just letting JBL do this, he does realise that JBL is actually just fucking these guys' career. Yeah, he's cutting them from their feet, on their on their heels. Heels. Like, this is not the time to be telling everybody how much they suck and how much they aren't like the... How green they are. and how, how, how much they're not like the Road Warriors. Like, oh, great, you beat two jobbers. You didn't do anything. Like, why the fuck am I, did I just watch this match then? I may as well just tune off and not watch something else. You know, Thanks for so telling me how much am I wasting yeah. my time. You know, if I was the Ascension, Carl, I would go, you know, like backstage after showing the gorilla position or backstage and look up where JBL is and talk to him. Did you really fuck us over on your commentary, like putting him against a wall, you know, get, getting mad and get angry with him. Well, apparently he's going off on Twitter now saying, oh, the, you can't blame us. Commentary has always been done the same way. Uh, okay. Bullshit. Okay. Okay. All right, then. So uh, with that said, that will uh, do it for the show. Thank you, Jeremy Strada. Oh, yeah, it was fun to just you and me uh, for once. It's like, you know, when when we had that, <laughs> I, I haven't listened back to our anniversary. Oh, no, that the, um, when we review, year, year, year review show. Oh, yeah. That was a clusterfuck. God, <laughs> yes. God, Seven yes. people talking all over each other. Yeah. <laughs> there were racial jokes and everything. I wonder if we got it thrown off the air. <laughs> All right then. So yeah. Uh, well, um, maybe we'll see each other. Maybe when we have the Royal Rumble review them. Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. You will uh, probably show up then. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. If I can make it, I will. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank we'll you very much. You. I'll see you ne- next time then, dude. All righty. Have a great Sunday. And you. Yeah. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.